remind you, 007, that Blofeld's dead. Finished. The least we can expect from you now is a little plain, solid work. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the 007 Minute, where each and every other day we go over one minute of one of the greatest Sean Connery era uh, James Bond movies, the 1971 uh, Guy Hamilton directed feature Diamonds Are Forever. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I am host number two, Mark Cerulli of Illuminar. Dot TV, and uh, you know we're back. We're in Amsterdam. We're in yeah. uh, we're in Tiffany Case's apartment. Yeah, and uh, Sean Connery is sniffing a glass. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Smell <Sniffing>. the glove. <laughs> he's uh, he's really on it, uh, figuring out that uh, obviously she must have rubbed the glass with Estee Lauder or yes. something. <laughs> but but again, you, if you if you you know you just just watching his his reaction i mean he's such a great actor he he hits all the marks you know from yeah. P- surprise to satisfaction with uh, the little trick he has up his sleeve yeah, we'll, which we'll, we'll get, get into in a future yeah. scene and uh you and, know yeah he's definitely in charge of the situation like all of his tricks are working he knew that she would be you know fingerprinting her and we get Checking we get out. back uh uh Jill St. John in her third uh, wig change. Although she does say that this is her hair, which is amazing because apparently she had somebody in the back to tease it out and get rid of all the wig yep. hair look that she was in. And we didn't hear any uh, spraying of Aquanet. She wanders in costume design, impeccable. Very, uh, very 70s with a choke collar. That was a big. And what is she pouring herself there? A little Martini and Rossi? She's pouring herself Martini and Rossi straight vermouth. Mm. Neat. Which I cannot imagine. I mean, this to me, I know there are vermouth drinkers. I am not <laughs> one of them. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, basically, vermouth is is just uh, wine with sugar in it and a bunch of like chartreuse like herbals. It's a it's basically a, a giant herbal cocktail. It's got chamomile in it, coriander, juniper, gentian, saffron, yeah. wormwood. Oh. Yeah, I try not to drink wormwood. No, just yeah, the sound of it. yeah. It's just it's just a lot of I'm I'm. You know, I mean, Noel, Noel Coward uh, discussed vermouth when he was talking about how to make the perfect martinis. That you just pour pour a glass of gin and then wave your glass in the general direction of Italy. Mm. <laughs> he was not a big vermouth, but but she's having sweet vermouth. I think yeah. uh, 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 the martini is is dry well, vermouth. There's, right? there's a dry martini. And then there is a uh, there's perfect martini, which is use uses sweet vermouth. You can have, oh. and that's done in a one to one, a one to one gin. I mean, that's an awful lot of juniper. There's already a lot of juniper in mm. in the, uh, the martini vermouth. Mm. Wow, I mean, how, what is your? You are not. You are a, a, a vodka martini drinker. Yes, right? yeah. One of the best martinis I've ever had. Actually, two of the best were were at West Point, and I watched the bartender. He had like a like a little tiny bottle of vermouth and he had he dumped two drops into into the the shaker and then shook it up and uh, out in LA I ordered a martini and my wife watched the bartender he he poured a jigger of vodka and a jigger of vermouth that's a perfect <laughs> and, and, and no it was it was undrinkable I mean oh, no but, uh, but that, that's that's known as a perfect that, that's known as a perfect uh, martini which is a half and a half you know half it, was, and half. it was an imperfect one in my <laughs> in my book I mean because you know vermouth can can really just take over the flavor of uh, oh for sure yeah I mean yeah. W- w- one of my 
back in my old bartending days, the uh, the martini that I found most most people enjoyed was an In and Out, where you take you take some vermouth and you swirl it around the glass, pour out any excess, just line yep. the glass with vermouth, and then just pour in your uh, gin or well, the gin is actually becoming a rarity now. When people ordering a martini, they're expecting vodka. I think, and I don't yeah. know if that was the James Bond effect that people think that that's how you make a that's how you make a martini and mm. then they shy away from gin. a little My, martini uh, trivia uh apparently daniel craig does not drink martinis and uh he says when he goes into a bar people invariably send him a martini and he's like well what do you want me to do with that because he won't he doesn't drink them <laughs> although i was i read when oh, well, he Cosmo. when he got the phone call saying hey you've got the role he Supposedly went to a liquor store, said, give me your best bottle of vodka, and he, he made himself a martini. So maybe that wow. one time he indulged. Just for <laughs> – you can make up for the uh, the, uh, the difference on that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not a martini drinker. I'm more of a rum guy. But uh, vodka is about the most popular Ameri – at least in America, vodka drinks are the most popular of any of the uh, base liquors. That's where people people that's their go to drink is vodka with something, and vodka martinis are just exceedingly uh, popular. Yeah, no, I love them. They don't love me, but I love them. You're doing well. Uh, do you have you tried gin martinis? I mean, no, you, I never have actually. It's amazing. Uh, look, if it's good enough for Sean, good. it's good enough for me. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and again, we're, we're watching him. You, you were talking about the magnificent face yeah. of Sean. He's doing so much with just the eyebrows. Oh, I mean, yeah. that perfect, oh my god, yeah. It's uh, it's like the letter M, and one side of the M goes up the other side, and he's he's just saying the most uh, banal phrases to her. Yeah, it's, she, it's he's in need of some soft lighting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyone else that would have been a flat, but with him, you know. No, no, gotta 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 highlight it, and uh, then we get into the math phase of this. Yes, yeah, so now I'm gonna let you so... take the lead here because math was my worst subject. Wow. Well, he's asking her how much you know where it's going, and she said she's got fifty thousand carats. That's a lot and, of ice. That's a lot of ice. But you know, and, and he 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 let you know for those in the audience who don't know how much a carrot is, it's 142 carats per ounce, and so if you do the math on it, fifty thousand carats. That's uh, at 142 carats per ounce. That comes out to 352.11 ounces, 352.11 ounces at 16 ounces to the pound. That comes out to 22 pounds or about 10 kilos for our uh, European friends listening in. So 10 kilos of diamonds, which uh, that kind of blows the whole thing apart for me because I mean, you think about how much 22 pounds is. 22 pounds is like a bowling ball and a half. And Mrs. I'm Whistler trying to picture uh, dear old Mrs. Whistler. Yeah, no wonder she went. She, if she went to the if she went to the Amster, no wonder yeah, she, she went to the bottom. Probably fell you know, in. Like, she was yeah. trying to transfer yeah. them. And yeah, bloop. So uh, you know, and I don't. I didn't get that feeling that when Mr.'s Winton kid were taking it from the dentist there that they were handing, you know, they were getting handed uh, 22 pounds of diamonds. Yeah. So anyway, it doesn't serve the plot. We ha we know that it's a lot of ice and he's got to get somehow find, find some kind of a, a container capable of carrying uh, 22 pounds. And we'll, we'll find out what that container is shortly. Mm. I'm an amazing bit of math. It's kind of unusual exposition that he has to lay out that this is, this is a job that he's entitled to do. You know, it's, uh, you watch a Bond film to be entertained and educated, I guess. And, uh, you know, yeah. And again, we, I mean, what we were talking about last time, where is there a network of diamond smugglers that we just don't know about? Because she's, she got, you know, the way you're getting it from Tiffany case is that someone, it. someone in the 
pipeline is telling her that Franks is the guy to get it through on this particular case, on right. this particular situation. But so does she deal with a lot of other diamond smugglers? How many how many diamond smugglers come through Amsterdam? And you know, apparently she's never met. There's, well, that is one of the. Well, actually, Rotterdam is one of the world's great ports, but yeah, you got to figure tons of smuggling goes on. Yeah, but I mean, is this you know this is her first time she's ever met Peter Franks, mm-hmm. and Peter Peter Franks is a known quantity right. to her. At least she has enough. He's in the uh, <laughs> Smuggler's Hall of Fame. Yeah, <laughs> complete with fingerprints, but yeah. no picture, no photo, right. but just a you know she does have her finger his fingerprints, but no photo mm-hmm. of Peter Franks. Oh, it's all just very confusing, yeah. and if you think about it too hard, yeah, like not, this, yes, well, yes, that's you know, but it's a movie and it moves they weren't along. Expecting- yeah, nobody nobody was expecting anyone to dissect a movie scene by scene. <laughs> Freeze frame. Just, uh, yes, as your father would yeah, say, shut, shut up, up and explain. <laughs> Dad, I have a headache. You can't have a headache. You're a carrier. That was another great one. No wonder I'm so warped. Wow. So uh, anyway, we'll, we'll just, uh, we're kind of fi- finishing up with here with uh, with dear old dear old Jill St. John leaning back, looking oh my God. absolutely Stunning. perfect. Beautiful I mean, woman. Of course, she's a Bond girl. I, my, my favorite thing, like you were talking about how Sean carries his all of his expressions on his face. Mm-hmm. And she is implacable. When you look at her face, she doesn't really, at least in this part of the movie, this part of the movie where she's she's thinking that she's in control of the situation, mm. she's very cool. She right. she never nothing anger, happiness, sadness, nothing like that crosses her face on this. She's just very implacable in delivering the lines. No, she doesn't really get angry until uh, yeah, until, until they're out really... in the des- desert. If <laughs> <Yes. laughs> you see a mad yeah. professor on a minibus, just smile. <laughs> but we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's far, far in the future, months away. It's just not. Well, anyway, we'll just we'll just end here with this beautiful still of uh, Joe Saint John. Saint John. Well, yes, who's still around, and who knows? You know, this the show isn't over yet. Apparently, still working. So maybe, well, we can't. No promises on things, but we will have some other other guests coming up uh, shortly. Actually, um, but join us here next time. We will talk. We yes, will we'll talk attempt more. to get a rejection by Jill St. John. Yes, <laughs> that's that's the goal of this this whole uh, <laughs> this whole series. But we, we would, hey, we did it for Jacqueline Bisset. So mm-hmm. you know, I am not I am not ruling ruling out the possibility. Um, by the way, check out airportminute.com if you're if you want to have fun and lots of laughs listening to another episode, uh, some great episodes. Listen to Airport Minute. Right now we're on the 007 minute though, so let's leave you here. Please uh, go visit the big site 007minute.com where you catch up on previous episodes and catch future episodes there. Uh, sign up for us on iTunes or Google Play. Always available there. And uh, if you want to talk back to us, we are available on several different platforms. Uh, of course, Twitter 007 Minute or on Facebook, Operation Grand Slam. Check us out there, and we will be back with uh, more mayhem in uh, Amsterdam. Uh, There's going to be a couple of uh, (laughs) pickles in the vermouth coming up shortly. So uh, join us here uh, next time on the 007 Minute. Until then, we'll just say Bert Saxby. Peter Franks. Bert Saxby? Yeah. Tell him he's fired.